passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We'll flip to the offensive side right now. You watch early on in the first half, in the first quarter alone, and you're thinking, oh, offense is going to be fine today. They might be able to win by a couple scores the way they're driving down the field. It seems to be flowing just fine. Joe Burrow was connecting. You get Yoshi, his first career touchdown. Tyler Boyd's in the end zone, and um, it's moving smooth. You go into halftime, and it just felt like things weren't clicking. It Joe was missing on guys he normally hits. I know Orlando Brown left late in the fourth quarter. I wouldn't say you know anything was due to Orlando Brown leaving the game because it was so late. Uh, groin injury, uh, according to Kelsey Conway, he should be good to go and return for bye week. But um, just felt like offensively that they couldn't get anything going in the second half, and that was really unfortunate. You know, uh, when did Orlando Brown go out? Was it was that... in the fourth quarter. It was. It was very. It was pretty late. It was in the fourth. Mm-hmm. It was early fourth quarter, though. I'm thinking maybe even early. I apologize in advance because I just remember him him leaving. Oh, you were at the game, weren't you? I was at the game, so I'm so you might it not have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was somewhere around the third fourth quarter change. Oh. Uh, somewhere around there, I'm not sure. Like I, I remember, I believe it was for me. They came back from a commercial, and I remember I just saw 61, and the broadcast didn't talk about it. They were they were actually busy talking about a Seahawks player injury at the time. I don't even remember who. Um, 
as we've seen, like 61, what's he in there for? And this was, I think, right after Volson let up that sack to Draymond Jones. And I was kind of like, did, did Volson get replaced? And no, I was like, oh, Orlando Brown got replaced. Um, and then found out the groin injury later on. Because there's plenty of time. I remember having a lot of time to think about, like, why is Cody Ford in there instead of Orlando Brown? They kept talking. Orlando Brown standing with his helmet next to Frank Pollock. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think Burrow played well in the second half. I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue. People want to point to all these different things. It's like, why can't we be the 49ers? It's like, why aren't the Rams the 49ers? Like, why aren't the Rams the Jared Goff Rams when they have Matt Stafford? Because it's a better offense. Like running the ball, like, like not running the ball, running your offense through a star quarterback is the best offense in the league. And you see that everywhere. The Chiefs, the Eagles, the Bengals, the Ravens, you know, the Rams, all those teams. The only team that has a quarterback that they don't completely run the offense through that's really good is the 49ers. And that's because they do everything in the world to prep to not have to rely so much on the quarterback. And then when you listen to high level, you know, like former quarterbacks and all sort of stuff, they kind of go Kurt Warner and JTSL. They kind of go like, I'm, you know, like I kind of want a little more out of this 49ers drop back passing game. The Bengals instead emphasize their drop-back passing game and emphasizing that they're going to maximize Burrow's talents. Because what you do when you get in this Shanahan wide zone type stuff, yes, you want that when you're in positive game scripts. You In neutral game scripts, it can be good, especially if you build it correctly. But when you're behind, that becomes difficult. And I, I just don't think that... You know, there's only so much time. If they had enough time, they would install the 49ers. You know, they could install whatever they want out of that 49ers background and try to make it so like, hey, if the quarterback's not playing well, we'll just get to this. Instead, they have plan A, and plan A is for Burrow to play well. And if he doesn't, they don't really have a ton of answers. And that goes down to the GM and how they built the team, too. They're built to be a spread team. They're built to pass block. They're built to drop back. They're not built to pound the rock and take easy shots off the play action. It could happen. You can think of the Panthers game last year, but in general, they just aren't really built to do that very often. And maybe you could try it when the passing offense is so bad, like it was weeks one through four. We kept talking about like, maybe you just pound the rock anyway, even if they're not built for that, because you're going to at least take hits off Burrow. But that's the biggest thing. It's just, they emphasize everything being the spread drop back team. And when the quarterback's hurt, it doesn't work anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I agree. I think people have to remember, and, and we even said that early on when he was dealing with the calf injury more than he is, than what we noticed over the last few weeks, I would say, um, that when when it, he doesn't function or, or he can't get it going, this offense won't function. He mm-hmm. is the reason this offense has a groove and they can get moving. And yes, they have plenty of wide receivers and they have uh, offensive weapons, but Joe Burrow is the most important person on your offense. And right. uh, if he's not rolling or if he's having a bad second half, your whole offense is. And that's just the and, way it's going to be. And one more part on that is just there is the part that I am a little not happy with is just when Orlando Brown went down, they kind of turned into 
that kind of shell of itself off. They do this from time to time when they think they've got a big mismatch with their offensive line against the opposing defensive line. You can think of some of those playoff games from two years ago. Uh, you can think of the Browns game earlier this year, but it's all quick game. It's all one to three step drops. They're not taking any chances. Like I, that's the one part is this offensive line is probably going to deal with injuries. And because you let Lalo Collins go now, your backup tackle is a guy you don't really trust. So when you have an injury there and Orlando Brown hasn't missed much time in his career. So that's not one to be expected, but you know, Jonah Williams has. So if Jonah Williams was out, this would have been the same situation. They lose their best offensive lineman on paper, maybe not playing the best so far this year, but I thought he was good in this game from what I remember. Um, Not that I was watching him super closely, but I don't remember having any issues with him. Um, But yeah, you lose that. And I just want to see them be able to push the ball down the field. Cause that's when the offense feels so constrained. And this is an offense that shouldn't feel constrained like that. Like, yes, they want to horizontal and spread teams out and get the ball in the hands of their playmakers and let them work. But at the same time, you need them to be able to work down the field, which is just something they haven't done so much of, especially when they deal with any type of offensive line deficiency. So that's what I want to see, especially if Orlando Brown is out for any amount of time. They have to be able to put together a functional offense. You can think of another one that I, I just thought of. This felt a lot like in the second half of the Ravens playoff game last year where Carmen came in and the offense just kind of went, okay, we're you know we're just quick game, three-step drops. That's all we can do right now. So that's the part that's frustrating is when they just kind of get in the shell of themselves and try to force things that way. And Burrow's missing throws too. But like that, that's that's the biggest thing. But I do want to see them be able to actually work down the field. Maybe you get to max protect. Maybe you just attach a tight end to Cody Ford's hip and you say like, you've got two guys, you know, whoever Cody Ford's blocking, you're blocking him too, unless it's like a blitz situation. So you've got two guys and now this should be, the same offensive line we've been dealing with for the most part. We only have four in the pattern instead of five, whatever. Um, that's all. That's the only thing is I think about is they have to be able to actually work the ball in the intermediate areas and not just go balls for deep balls when and there's any type of offensive line injury. Yeah, and, and when it comes to rushing the ball, I'm, I'm not surprised. We talked about it on the preview podcast. Look, they can stop the run. Um, yeah, and, and they did. They, they did. 100%. They, he did throw one to, to Chase Brown, and I kind of liked getting him involved a little bit. Um, I still feel like they do have an RB2 problem, and and maybe that's something they can figure out after getting out of the bye weekend. Um, but it is it's still a struggle when it comes to running the ball, but I, I wasn't expecting that too much in this game. Um, just unfortunate the way the, the second half looked for the offense versus the first and, you know, things to clean up. And, and Joe Burrow said it best, not going to apologize for a win, mm-hmm. you know, get a win. If you look back to that Titans game, I think a lot of Bengals fans, if someone would have told them, Hey, you can go in a bye week at three and three after this terrible game on the road to the Titans, everybody would raise their hand and say, please let me take that. And yeah. no sex for Joe Burrow. And that is the most I, encouraging thing. Neither one of us, even though we did predict them to win both these games, yeah. uh, neither one of us would predict them to go three and three though. I think when you no. talked to us then it was thinking like three and three is ideal and two and four is probably likely. Yeah. Now they're three and three. They, put themselves right back in it. And that Titans team, I, I was thinking about this. How many teams have the Bengals played so far this year that are bad? I mean, the Cardinals maybe, but they're at least competent. Like they can hang with teams, especially if they beat the Cowboys and the Cowboys yeah. were rolling at the time. Like they the can kind of hang with teams. Browns have the best defense in the NFL. 
Oh, yeah, they made the 49ers look terrible. And that's just, you know, unless there's any type of injury right now, yeah, I think that's the best defense in the NFL. And man, oh, man, is that offense kind of wasted. It's a disgusting offense right now. I don't mind it it at all. Um, But I I look at, um, you know, I agree with you. Yeah, Ravens good, Titans competent. Titans are, like, one of the most competent teams you can put on the field, you know. Like, they're they're just – they hang in there with anybody. I know they might not look good doing it, but they just hung in there with the Ravens this week. Uh, and then the Rams, they just blew out the Cardinals, and they look like a good team. Yeah. This week, so, they played a playoff team in Seattle. I mean, it's been a tough schedule. I know it's going to be even harder, but I also think, like, just calm down. Like, they weren't supposed to blow most of these opponents out. And they did blow out the only opponent they were supposed to blow out. Well, the thing is, I think the best way to look at it, and, and as as fans or people who talk about the team, you go into a regular season and expectations are extremely high. A lot of people didn't know how bad that calf injury was going into week one. And you look at it now after six weeks of football, there are things to fix. But I think after some of those bumps and, and just the early starts of the season, you, you take that 500 record, you're still in it for the AFC North. Um, a couple weeks ago, we're like, well, maybe there's a wild card. I don't even know if this team's going to make the playoffs. But I think you back up a little bit and you say, you know what? It's a week-by-week league. It really is. And I think we have to remember that because the competition, yeah, it gets hard. But th- there's something about this team over the last few years. They they play up to their opponent. And you get the Niners in two weeks. You're back home for Sunday Night Football versus the Buffalo Bills. Um, I'll be you know, in attendance. So and they'll, and they'll, okay, great. They'll win. And you know what? 